Ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome back to the Basement Friday podcast, your favorite podcast. Each and every week, like we always say, man, shout out to all our sponsors. Out like, well, one was a sponsor. Shout out to all our distributors for distributing our podcast each and every week. You know, man, letting us keep going on the air, talk to you guys, rap to you guys, all that. You guys know who it is, man. It's yours truly. The always dangerous, yet always entertaining. Funkadelic <laughs> Jones is back in your house. It's your boy, Aaron Fuentesetti. We're back for another, yes, another episode of Basement Friday. Make sure you check us out on all streaming services. And if you're watching on YouTube, you're looking at garlic behind me, you know? And you can see the Durek boys back in action. But enough of that. Enough of the garlic. Look at the Durek boys making it happen on another Friday. So we are here. So for a five-minute rant, what you got for us? You know, it's been a good week. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've been going harder than usual on the job. So I can't can't be mad at you. Y'all ever had one of the work weeks where you just go, you just be just going hard for no reason. Like, you just be like, I'm going in. So it's like, it's great, man. So come payday, you owe, you get that check when that, that, that direct deposit hit and stuff like that. You be sitting there just be like, Hey, what did Marcus used to say? <laughs> Got that check in the mail out of being broke for so long. <laughs> Yo, nah, it's nothing better. It's nothing better, man, than waking up here on here on a Friday, listening to the basement Friday. Them checks didn't hit, them checks didn't clear. I hope everybody got their Christmas shopping already done because you know I already got mine done and all that good stuff. So Ain't too much of a five-minute rant, but you already know. It's payday Friday, so let's get this money. You feel me? <laughs> I mean, speaking of payday, you know, I got I got nothing for you, but that's a good segue as far as the five-minute rant. Right. You know, grow some garlic. That's my five-minute rant. Actually, five-second oh. rant. Grow some garlic, you know. Grow some food. It's, it's good for you. You know, you go to the stores, you get your tomatoes, you get your cucumbers, and sometimes you don't like what you get in the store. But I promise you, if you take the time to grow your own food, chef's kiss be the best thing you ever did. One of the best decisions. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do, speaking of the uh, segue, go, oh, ahead, go, oh, ahead, go oh, ahead, go ahead, go oh, ahead. Hold fast, hold fast. Whole fast. Let me talk to y'all right quick. Jesse did it. Jesse, that's what your ass get. For everybody don't know, my man Jesse was in a smullet or smullet, however you pronounce his last name. Listen, everybody remember back when he made that little that little fake hate crime thing, and now his ass with the cook. But guess what? They found his ass guilty. How Jesse, long ago was that? That was probably what. Two years ago, maybe three years ago, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But Jesse, that's what your ass get. I bet you can't sing your way out of this one now. <laughs> you Empire can't save you now. That's what your ass get. Hey, man. Segway. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. You remember how big Empire was at one point in time? Yeah. 
Empire yeah. was huge. Mm, 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 mm. That's all I'm gonna say on that. I'm just like, listen, that's what your ass get. In the meantime, though, I got one more before I pass back. To, before I pass back to my man Aaron, right quick though, I Don't got one more. I, I seen, I, I seen it. I didn't want to believe it, but it's true. And boy, there's about to be some awkward ass stuff right here. So for my sports fans, listen, listen. We all know Jalen Rose for having one of the sharpest haircuts in the game. We all know Jalen Rose. Now, J- and we all know Molly from First Take who always, they interrupted her and just be like, I just want to talk, Steven. I just want to talk. They letting go. They, they getting divorced. What was Yo, it, two years? I think it was three. They said it was three. But Jalen Rose and Molly uh, Quorum, or I don't know how you pronounce her last name. I'm, I'm not good with names. I'm going to just say Miss Molly Rose. Well, formerly Miss Molly Rose here. But, yeah, they, they, they finally let go. And, yo, hey, Twitter is hilarious, though, too. They said, like, all you all you saw in the whole thing, when it, when it was trending, when they found this story broke, all you saw was everybody talking about shooting this shot. Shoot, look at look at all the other anchors trying to shoot their shot. And they was like Jalen Rose about to shoot his shot at another anchor. I was like, yo, why y'all first of all, why y'all doing bad Jalen like like that? And then first of all, why y'all I said, yo, why y'all do why y'all do my girl Molly like that though? Listen. But before I pass back to my man Aaron, all I'm gonna say is for a dude like my show who watch Sports Center. Who watch first take, especially first take, that will be the most awkward encounter. If, if she got to introduce, like, we're bringing Jalen on here to talk basketball. I'm just like, you're like, damn. <laughs> you're like, damn. <laughs> now you got to keep it professional, but at the same time, it's like, she's like, I, I don't want to be on the episode with him. Mm-mm. But, yo. Hey, we, we hope that lasts, man, but maybe my man Jalen eyes somebody else. Maybe Jalen got maybe Jalen just like the hell with it. I'ma just keep my I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep my cut sharp, you know. Whoever what, what they Jaylen say, was, him and Paul Pierce headed to the strip club. Yo, I seen that. <laughs> I seen that. They was like, <laughs> they was like yo, Jalen Rose about to get back to the Nah, yo, like. Hey, first of all, shout out to shout out to Jalen Rose Barber though. My man, my man need a max contract, a super contract, a lifetime contract. Shout out to Jalen Rose Barber because yo, Jalen Rose the only dude I know that come on that job. I'm talking about. I don't think Slim Head ever grow. He probably grew his hair out once. Slim Head don't never grow. My man don't be fresh to death. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Shout out to his Barber though. Hey, and Paul Pierce. Hey, Paul Pierce got, got fired for having a party at his house. Now you about to see Jalen Rose. I don't know. Jalen Rose may not risk his bag, though. He, he may not risk his bag like Paul Pierce. But, hey, and it's crazy. I, I know I said this, but this is my last one. It's so crazy. I came across the most ignorant tweet about this, though. They said Jalen about to lose the only ring they ever <laughs> Yo. That's cold blooded. 
that's cold. Like we know he we know he's been in the NBA, I think, for probably what 12, 13 years. He never won a championship. Now he about to now the ring finger about to come on. Yo, why y'all play my man? <laughs> why y'all play my man like that? Don't play the man like don't hurt him like that, y'all. Don't don't hurt him like that. But anyway, man, it's about to get spicy. Hence, you know, a little Look, it's about to bring a little tear. This episode about to be a tear dropper. Hence the garlic again. It's about to be a tear dropper. But we got my man, Chef Aaron, back in the house with the garlic. Brother Aaron, the floor is all yours, my brother. The floor is all yours. And look, we're going to leave Jalen Rose and Paul Pierce to the strip club because we're going to get back to the kitchen. And, you know, that was a good segue. Speaking of getting paid there are a lot of people who aren't unfortunately going to be getting paid so we're going to talk about the ceo of better who went on to fire over 900 members of his staff over zoom now imagine you know getting fired over zoom that's kind of like breaking up over a text (laughs) it's kind of like breaking up over the phone you know right it's just something that's not good. And especially in the middle of the holidays and before a couple of weeks before, you know, we got two weeks to go before Christmas, one of the biggest holidays. Now that's gotta be a, a burner right there. So just hearing that news right there, what do you, what do you think about it so far? He fired 900 people. Do he have anybody left working there? Or is he running the shop himself? Is he running the business himself? Hey, this man but on Destructive. You fired 900 people over Zoom. Like, I can only imagine waking up in the morning, you you sign on to a Zoom call, and he be like, we will let you go today. I'm like, nigga, what? Nigga, what? I'm getting fired? I'm getting, listen, listen, at this point, I don't know how much the pay was over at the place. I don't know. But you sitting there thinking like, yo, if you gonna let me go, am I at least get my Christmas bonus? That's all it might am I at least get my Christmas bonus. Like I, I walk long I'm get my Christmas bonus though. You say you can mail me my last check over here, find me on Zoom and whatnot, man. What the uh, listen, man. You got rid of 900 people. Like, depend. Like, getting rid of nine hundred people is like is like Walmart, Walmart, and Target getting rid of like three hundred people during Christmas season. That would be the worst time to get rid of people, because we already know how Walmart looks during Christmas season. We know how Target, Ross, TJ, any department store, like Christmas season is department stores. That's their knight in shining armor. This is their time to shine. This is where their money coming. This is where they cake. So if they get rid of all their employees, they were hurt. So for this man right here to get rid of 900 employees, first of all, 900, I know that's not a big number, but damn it, that's a big number. Now, granted, if he had like, if he had like five, if he had like 5,000, maybe 7,000 employees and he got rid of 900 of them, it would hurt, but he'll be okay. 
But if you only got like a, if you only got like twelve hundred employees and you got rid of nine hundred of them, you know that's going like three hundred people again. Depends on how big the business is. Depends how big the business is. Like three hundred people may not be able to run that job. Now, if you had nine hundred staff, you had nine hundred employees and you just got rid of everybody, just clean house. At this point, man. Somebody was somebody somebody above him must have been like, listen, we we we're using up too much labor. We oh we're paying too many people. Nine hundred people got to go. Like that had to be a call from somebody upstairs above him. Cause they was like, look, nine hundred people gotta go. Like, Aaron, I I'm I'm gonna ask you this though. From one businessman to another, if somebody came to you and said, listen. Eric, like the people, like yo, like you said, the CEO. Let's say, let's say, I don't know. Let, let's say, let's say, well, CEO. That's like that's like the head. Of, that's like the top of the food chain. But let's just say somebody came to you, Earn, and just was like, Earn, today, I need you to get rid of nine hundred people. How the hell you like? How, like you, you just as a as a as a boss and stuff. You just looking like. You want me to just get rid of just so just to get rid of nine hundred? This man was firing people all. This man literally was firing people all day. You can't even fit nine hundred people in a Zoom call. That means literally this man was scheduled. Hey, clear my whole schedule. Um, we're gonna be firing people all day today over Zoom. So bring in the first fifteen, and then we're gonna bring in the next fifteen, and then we're gonna bring in the next. Like yo, like you, you. That means he was firing people all day. You had to. How many, I don't know how many people can fit on Zoom calls anyway, but it's damn sure ain't no 900. So that means you legit was firing people for the whole day. But I'm, I'm going to get earned take on this one because, damn, 900 people? Yo, y'all y'all even going bankrupt or you trying to keep, you trying to pocket a bigger profit for yourself or you trying to get a bonus. I don't know, but Aaron, you, you take it away, bro. You, you, All right, you so I just got some news of Ashal Gard, who is the CEO. Uh, out of 900 people, the total workforce in the company is about 77, 7,800 people. So that that's about uh, around 15, 16% of the workforce. But that's still a big number. That's almost 1,000 people who are going without pay. Now, this situation is really tough, you know, because like we said, it's around the holiday season. And to answer your question, if I had to fire people, that's a hard position to be in because that's one thing some CEOs do. They don't want to face their people. But I, I just want to let people know that he managed to fire 900 people in under two minutes, right? That's how long the video was. It was only two minutes. So in two minutes, a lot of people's lives would change for the worst, you know? How the hell, how the hell you fit 900 people on a Zoom call? Like, not like Zoom don't even allow nine hundred people. Got some incredible bandwidth. He did that in two minutes. Yep. Yo, what he had like nine laptops open. <laughs> how the hell you get rid of? How do you get rid of nine hundred people in two minutes? This like man. this man. This man legit. This man had like uh ten t ten uh TV screens. Everybody's on him, and he literally took the mic and said, "All oh, everybody on the screen is you're fired." That's literally what this man had that done. 
This man probably had one of them super rooms. We had like 100,000 people in there. But as far as that's concerned, you know, firing people is never easy, you know, because there's a lot of people who really take it personally. And you have to, you know, you come and work, you make money and that's what you do. And some people come for the culture. Some people come for whatever reasons they come for. But at the end of the day, you know, you got your house, you got people with families, you got uh, to put food on the table. And we just came off the back of, you know, the whole pandemic situation that happened last year where a lot of people lost their jobs. And for a lot of people, this is round two, which is unfortunate. But firing people is never really easy because you're automatically the bad guy, no matter how much you've done. You're put in that position where it's like you have to tell people the bad news. And that that's just something as far as, uh, you know, from a business perspective, it has to happen. You know, there's some things that has to happen. Sometimes you do let go of good people. And that's the hardest part. Like there are people who are not that good. But when it comes to good people, that's the part that really stings the most. Now, I've seen people get fired before, and me being me being from loss prevention, I had to be on the other end of costing somebody their job. So I know what it's like to be the bad guy. You know, I know what it's like. You know, when that pay when them papers hit your desk, and it's like, yo, they stealing from the company. They gotta go, and you're just looking like. It's like at the end of the day, like you, you're you're in the wrong. Like you're like I can so I I kind of understand the CEO's position of like you don't want to be the bad guy, but it's kind of like yo, if your name hit my desk and I gotta get you out of here, I gotta do what I gotta do. You know what I'm saying? I gotta do what I gotta do. It's nothing personal, but it's just like your name hit my desk or your information popped up to me, like. Your information is brought to me. So I can't just sweep it under the rug and just be like, eh, I, I don't know. It's like literally like they like, look, this person is doing this to the company. They got to go. So I kind of understand being on that end of firing people. It's tough. Like you see good workers that come in all the time. They get fired. Yes, it's tough. Now, from the CEO standpoint of him getting rid of 900 people, what did, out, of, out of those 900 people, how many of them really deserve to get fired? How, much, how many of them didn't deserve to get fired? Who knows? But at the point at the point I'm trying to make now is that as a CEO, like, yeah, you said you had, you said, you said like 7,700. All right, you still damn near only, you damn near lost a thousand people. Let's just say you, you can't, you don't bounce back from that. Let's say you don't you don't replace those a thousand people. Can your company survive with those six hundred that, that sixteen hundred that you, that that uh that six hundred that six six thousand that you that you got? Can your company survive with that? Or is it going to be all tight shifts? You know, do people got to start working weekends? Like now, it's like you got to make adjustments because you just you just got rid of a lot of people. And as a CEO now, you sitting there, you the CEO, you gonna kick your feet up, you making your, you making your a hundred, a hundred K 
because you don't really care. Like I said, you did your part. You said, yo, I'm going to go ahead and fire them. And now and now the rest is on the person that's underneath you. Now, if they don't perform because they short staffed, now you're going after them. So people don't realize is that when you when you when you move pieces or when you lose pieces, now it's like, all right, now we gotta work around until we replace these things. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the hard part. It's like now we gotta work around until we replace them. You know, so we all we all been we all been in that situation where we worked at jobs, somebody got fired, now you gotta now you gotta step up and work extra shifts because they always short. You know, I'm a security company I worked for. Like that eight that um it was like an eight o'clock in the morning shit that nobody wanted to work. Well, every time they found somebody, they got fired. So I was doing doubles, I was doing doubles for like three weeks straight. I was doing doubles. I was tired, hurting. Shoot, the security company, the security company that that I used to work for too, another one, you know. I was I was left stranded by myself for a very long time because why? Every time every time somebody came, they brought somebody in. A couple of weeks later, they get fired. I even made it easy for them. I said, "Listen, I work Monday through Friday. All you gotta do is find us for the weekend." They couldn't handle two days. Somebody they get fired. They get fired for what? Dumb stuff. You know, they never just want to let a good a good employee go. But at the same time, in his case, he let go nine hundred people out of those nine hundred. He probably lost probably about he had to probably lost about five hundred good workers, six hundred at the most. He probably lost a lot, but I hope you know what he's doing, Mister CEO. Right, <laughs> it, it, it's just so sad to see. You know, a lot of people lose their jobs, but. You know, some people, I always say it's the silver lining because a lot of people, you know, end up finding better positions, no pun intended, end up finding better positions after they leave. So for some people, it's something very unfortunate, but for others who look at it as an opportunity to get out there and do uh, something that they want to do, want to try to, you know, test their skills at life, basically, Um whether you have kids and you got to put food to the table or you just start your feet out, you're a young person. There's always opportunity out there. You know, you, you just got to get active. I'm glad you mentioned that it's always better opportunities. Like I, I'm glad you mentioned that because you're right in a sense, because like you don't want to like the one way you don't want to go out is getting fired before you fire job you know sometimes you don't want to go out like that but it happens you know what i'm saying and like kendrick said in uh in dedications which is nipsey hustle song he was like like minor set minor setback for major comebacks you know what i'm saying like sometimes sometimes you just sometimes you you go to those little minor setbacks like you, you might get fired but most of the time you just like sometimes you just quit you're like yo i quit this jump some people might ask, yo, why you quit this job? Because this, 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 and this. But next thing you know, you found something better. You found something 10 times better. So for the out of these 900 people, like some of these people, they, like some people probably built this company for a very long time. They upset that they lost their benefits, everything like that. But for the other half that got fired, they probably looking like, 
man, I already had something better lined up. So <laughs> you're like, shoot, I was looking for something better anyway. So now I ain't got nothing but time to look for. So it's like, it's like, it's like, it's a, it's like, it's a, it's a balance because you got some people like, oh, I love, I, I've been here for so long and I can't believe it. Now you got on the other, you got other people on the other hand, like, I've been waiting to get out of this job, man. It's time. <laughs> it's time to go. It's time to go. Let's get up out of here. You know, we all we all worked at them type of jobs, man. When you just be like, man, I you you be at the job, you be at the job filling out a job application. You be like, man, I'm trying to get out of here, bro. You be like, I can't, I like, I can't. I, you like, hey, we all been through it. Don't sit there, don't sit there and act like I'm the only person that, that did it. We all been through that where we filling out job applications on the job. We all did it. And that's yeah. why, and that's why when we leave, some people be like, dang, you leaving already? You be like, man, I be you be at a job, you didn't put in like 50 applications. Knowing indeed, all you gotta do is click, submit, click, submit, click. You put in like 10 in just an hour. I'm telling you, man, it's definitely ways to game the system, man, to work in your power, but you know, hope the thing about that video was he spent half the video, you know, just building up to the point. For me, I'm the type of person where I just rip the band-aid off. As soon as you get off, I'm like, look, I'm not going to build no suspense. I'm gonna just let you know. We're letting all y'all go. All right. I, I'm I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, you know. But I would say this, like for me, like if I had a a, a company and I was like that. And I was basically a unicorn, which is like companies that are valued over like a billion dollars. I would have severance packages to where they had about six months and I would have implemented uh, other companies, which does resumes and help people get jobs. So to create a pipeline, basically, because I think that's something that would be really important. And that was softening the blow of getting fired. It's like, yeah, I got fired, but my job is helping me find another job. So right. that's that's a silver lining. Shoot, my not not too many jobs, not too many jobs won't even do that. Most jobs, they were like, once you're fired, they were like, we ain't got nothing like help for another <laughs> job. <laughs> yeah, you better get on Indeed and put that resume out talking about somebody. You need help. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You want another job? For you you want me to help you find? No, no. As soon as you get the boot, as <laughs> soon as you get the boot, you should have been saving. You should have been saving. You ain't saved nothing. Hey, well, best of luck out there. Take this out <laughs> your four hundred one k. Right. <laughs> no, nah, but I tell you guys, you know. When you guys out there, you know, as far as like facing being fired, that's why, you know, it's good to learn some skills. You know, it's good to always think ahead, you know, because you do have people who stay at jobs who just think the job is the only thing. And then reality hits. And let's be honest, whether you have a great job or you have a bad job, you could get fired anytime. And even if you don't get fired anytime, you could be laid off for any reason. Maybe the company is going down. Maybe it's been acquired. Maybe you're slacking on the job and sleeping too much, but for whatever reason, just make sure you know you always think it's two steps ahead. See, now the thing about it with jobs, and you're right, like jobs, you like you could get fired at any minute, you could get laid off at any second. You know, 
new a new company might a new company might buy it and they wipe the slate clean. They just looking like we don't want them, we don't want him, we don't want her. What is this job title? Cut that. That's not in the budget no more. So like people can get fired left to right. You know, that's just that's just the way it is. But even like prime, even like prime example, you know, prime example, um when you know, being at being at being at the dispensary, perfect example. I'm the secure, I'm the security guy. New they get bought out by a new company. The first thing, the first thing that the first thing that was said when the company got bought, they ain't want security no more. We was about to get our walking papers right then and there. Real talk. Like the owner, mind you, I didn't I didn't met this dude a thousand times. This man came up to me personally and shook my hand and was just like, we thank you. Like we appreciate everything you've done. You know, when you get that we appreciate everything you've done speech, that means you about to go. But lucky for them, they pretty much came to me and was just like, but we we got something else lined up for you. So I was like, all right, cool. That's how I end up sticking around. But that day, they was legit about to be like, yeah, first thing first, they was like, y'all got security? Nah, they ain't in the budget no more. We don't want that. We don't want that no more. That could have been it. That could have been a done deal right then and there. So people don't realize too. And again, when new companies get absorbed, sometimes you don't, sometimes you don't, you don't fit the vision. So sometimes it ain't even about you getting you quitting. It ain't about you getting laid off. But sometimes you might just gotta leave on your own because you like, I just don't agree with the the direction that this new company is going. So you leave. It's nothing wrong with that. Like you be like, man, I've been here for about four or five years. You know, this is what like, and and again, companies companies they change, they grow. And sometimes in order to grow, you got to let go old habits and you got to let go old things. So when you got those workers saying like, we've been doing it like this for a long time, you might get a new company come in and say, well, this is how we doing things now. And you may not, you may not agree with it. You may not like it. So you be like, mm, I don't kind of fit the new vision or the new route that the company is going. So let me go ahead and leave. It happens. It definitely happens, though. It, it definitely happens. And, you know, for all 900, I don't know, you know, if you're out there, you know, just keep searching. You know, you're definitely made of something. Every person who ever gets fired, you know, I've been fired. You know, Funkadog Jones been fired, of course. You know, everybody's been. <laughs> you know, everybody's, you know, everybody's you know, been let go, you know, so to speak, in one way or another, you know, maybe you haven't been fired from your job, but maybe you've been fired from the, uh, from the wrestling team. <laughs> you know? That was one. Hey, I put in my resignation for the wrestling team. Don't, don't say I got uh, fired. I put in my resignation. I yeah. won my final match. I, I, uh, I won my match in dip. Now we gotta uh you, you know what's funny about that though? You know what's funny? Like December was actually December like 10 years ago was actually my last match <laughs> 10 years ago. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, literally went literally had a scrimmage match. I'm talking about I had a scrimmage match. That don't didn't even count. But and guess what? In my book, 
it definitely count. So I beat the dude, and I was like, at this point, I'm gonna go out one and zero. I'm gonna go out one and zero, undefeated. I'm tired of getting my ass kicked. So uh, get this win, <laughs> and I'm out of here. Love you, go. Bye bye. <laughs> Nah, but we're going to definitely do an episode on that. So everybody stay tuned for that one. But speaking of people from a lot of jobs and a lot of employees to no jobs and no employees, we're talking about Amazon's new ghost store, where instead of paying with cash, instead of paying with credit card or debit, if you're a debit user or crypto, if you're out there, you just scan your hands. Now, I know what you're thinking. How are you going to scan your hand and pay for stuff? Biometrics. I don't know. Ex Jeff Bezos, he's an expert in all that. But how do you feel about going to the store, right? And I believe you also use biometrics to scan the app also. So it's like in your pocket, there's some sensors that they have where it's like you just grab the item and then as soon as it hits your cart, that's when they totaled it up and then you just leave the store and you you pay, you know, you're just going in there grabbing. It's like stealing and paying at the same time, basically. That's how I could put it. But what's your opinion on it so far? Uh, well, it seemed like for Mr. Bezos, he seemed like he always one step ahead of the game because clearly he's definitely moving towards the future with doing something like that. I was also going to say like, this is what, I guess this is what, I, I was going to say this is where that vaccination came into play. Cause I was like, I was like, also oh, they scanning your data now. <laughs> that's where that's came from. But nah, like he's always been on top of the, he's always, I guess, been like the one that's in front leading the way of like innovating things. Um. Now he won't probably need employees like that for real. So it's kind of like that store. It sounds like it's a good idea, but it's like, is it is it helping? Is it helping in creating jobs? Because for real, for real, that sounds like a self efficient store. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like you don't need employees. It sounds like the store runs itself. That's what it sounds like to me. But I mean, I can't speak too much on it. It's just, it's first of all, where they even open this store at in the first place? I think they have one in California. They're spreading out across the country. Of course, it's in California. California always get this first on everything. God damn. But if it ain't California, it's New York. Right. Like, but I don't know. I was like I said, I'm I'm a little. I gotta see how it works first before I really give an opinion on it. Like it sounds like an innovative thing, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm, I'm gonna let you speak on this one though. I, I say for this, you know, it's certainly interesting how I said earlier that it's like stealing and not stealing at the same time, because in your mind, you still have that tradition. Right. So with the tradition, they have people who stand in a store in case people don't feel comfortable just grabbing and going, because in your mind, you're like, hey, this is theft. So I think they're trying to go into the future and take people's minds from the tradition to the future and say, hey, it's okay to go in the store and shop and leave without contact. 
Now it's it's to, it's a step away from how we are because you know you have the self checkouts right where yeah. you had the cashiers then you do self checkouts which I'm a fan of. Um, but sometimes you do want human interaction. Sometimes you do want to like just go through the aisle just in case you know you have a purchase that might not be scanned right. So it it goes from having somebody you know, that's there that can just guide you and show you how to do it. Because this technology, I guarantee you, a lot of people aren't really going to know how to use it. Right. You know, you're going to have a lot of people, well, how do I walk out? Do I do this? Do I scan this? Is this scannable? You might have some products, which I guarantee is going to happen. You have some products that doesn't that don't register. So you're walking out with a product you didn't pay for. And then you look like a week later, Amazon hit you up. Yeah, you took from my store. No, I didn't. I. This is a setup, all right? So that's all I'm going to say about that. It's a setup. Jeff Bezos, you stick to your rockets. All right. Stick I, to think, rockets. I think with most stores, they're probably going to move towards the future where when it comes to the paying part, I think a lot of, I think it's going to be mostly just employees are going to have a minimum role now. You know, it's gonna be a minimal role in a lot of places. I'm glad. I'm glad. Even though I don't eat McDonald's anymore, but you see how fast McDonald's service now moves because of the self-serving kiosk. You know what I'm saying? People don't like. You don't have to walk in there and talk to the person. And be like, I want this, but can you add this? Can you do this? No. You walk right. You take your ass in McDonald's. Hit the hit the screen, and you put your order in. Pay. And you on and all they gotta do is make it for you, you know. I've walked in Panera's bread line line wrapped out the ass, but it's like seven, it's seven damn self kiosk computers. All they gotta do is get the orders, put uh, fill them, you pay for them, and they good to go. So I kind of think like that's kind of the route that is kind of going. Where it's like, look, everything about to be self service, like employees and, and stuff like that, everything's about to be to a minimum now. It ain't even got to do with, it don't even got to do with the pandemic where we just don't want people contacting. No, I just think that's just the way that a lot of things is going. After a while, you already see self-serving kiosks, you're probably going to see a self-serving drive-through. You never know. You know, self-service grocery stores. Like, all that stuff. Like, all like all you gotta do, like I said, all you got like it's gonna be self checkout, but it's gonna be so, like that's gonna be all the registers. Just gonna be all self checkout after a while. Ain't gonna be nobody working the register. The only thing the employees gonna be doing is stocking the shelves. That's all they gonna be doing. But as far as registers are concerned, I don't know. I think like that. I always thought that that was the way that the world was gonna eventually start to go. Anyway, it's just a matter of time. That's all. Yeah, and the fact that we're coming off the heels of self-driving cars, you know, Tesla's trying to race to the moon with that. You got self-driving cars, you got uh, now Amazon Go, self-payout. I think, you know, looking at the way society's going, absolutely, it's going cashless. Uh, they're trying to push that. Uh, you know, they're saying money is out. Uh, and I remember the commercials. I don't know if you remember also, but how they had the commercials where they would like flaunt the card uses and they say, oh, you still using money? 
uh -huh, get out of here. And now it's like you look at commercials and they're doing the same thing with the cards. They're like, oh, you're still using credit card, debit cards. We just scan our hand. We just scan our phones. So I think that's kind of the sign of the times that we're going in. But as far as this store, would I use it? I don't know. I don't know. Now, the only thing I would definitely say is because because the world is so, is going so much of it's like it's making it's making society easier in a lot of ways. And again, easy is not always the best route to go. It's always not because prime example when I look at these um, self driving cars, and I see these commercials where they put their hands up in the car parallel park for them. That's that's good, but it's not good at the same time because. You should you should know how to parallel park, you know. Even though if it take you fifteen times to try to parallel park, you should still know how to parallel park. You know, just like what I think most cars now they got the backup camera. I use mine religiously. I'm not gonna lie, but my first car didn't have one, so I had to go. And I said, now this is where like you need to you have to practice old school. You know, say mirrors. You're looking at both mirrors, the park and stuff like that. But when you got backup cameras, now it's like everybody's main focus is this is how people is driving, looking at the camera. Rather than looking at your mirrors, they're looking dead at the camera. So, and like the world that we're going, the world that we're going in nowadays, where it's kind of like everything is becoming self, you know, self parking, self brakes, self, uh, it's like you got back up, you got all these like tech not like I said, technology is going, it's gonna make the world, it's gonna make the world a lot smoother, but at the same time, I feel like at the same time it's gonna make the world a lot of people, a lot of people are gonna lose like the feeling of actually doing something because everything is so easy. Yes, certain some things was needed to eliminate a lot of things, like perfect example. When they like, I guess like, I, and I guess this was before my time, or I don't know whenever the time was. But when like when they start making banking apps on the phones, you know, our parents had to go to the bank to cash their checks, so they had to pick up their checks, like they had to wait for their checks coming in the mail. No, you got direct deposit now. You can pay. You can access your like. You had to go to the bank to access your bank account. Now you can do that job from the touch of your phone. So these things are like certain things was needed, but certain things you don't need to change. And, and the way technology is changing a lot of things and and, and affecting everyday life is it's going to be it's going to make the world a lot easier. But at the same time, it might make the world like the damn y'all y'all don't do nothing. You know, it's just literally like, hey, park for me. Your car start parking like you. It's like you don't you're not going like I'm. I, I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna feel like like I'm gonna start feeling like my parents after a while was gonna be like, cause they had to learn how to park old school, and I'm like I learned how to drive parking old school too. So when I start seeing these, if I if I if I get a kid and I'm in the car with them and they're in the car parking itself, I will feel out of place. I'll be like, what the hell? They're like they're like, no, nah, it's cool. Like like all I gotta do is tell them to back up or just put it or put it in reverse, and it's just start backing up. You be like. Nah. So that's how advanced technology is getting. It's just 
each, I think every five years you start to really see the world progress in a different, in a different way though. I say, you know, when it comes to technology, what I'll say about this, the last thing I'll say is uh, technology in a way was supposed to make us closer, but actually make it made us farther apart. So right. when it comes to technology as a whole, you know, the more ingrained technology becomes in our society, the more disconnected we are as a people. Right. And it's like you have so many people who freak out. You know, and they say, oh, what would happen if the Internet shut down? What would happen if this shut down? We go back to like the pre-90s, the 80s. You know, that's basically what happened. Uh, we go back to having to build connections again, actually talking to people, looking each other in the eye, saying hello, building a connection. And that's people that's things people hardly don't know how to do, because sometimes like you go places, you look people in the eye, they look away quickly. And it's just like. The human connection is gone. So as far as, you know, technology is going, I would say use it. Technology is like sugar, right? It's like junk food. You're not really supposed to have a lot, a lot of it. You're supposed to use it sparingly. And if you use it the right way, you won't lose your humanity inside of it. That's a good, that's a good point. It's a good way to look at it. All right. We got that, the internet. So you people out there doing the Amazon Go, let us know, you know, let, let your voice know how that works out, you know? Let us know how that works out. But before we head out here, you got anything you want to tell the people? Nope, I'm just aging with technology. I'm just, move, I'm just moving on up with technology. You know, I would say I'm moving on up to the east side, but, you know, we might got some younger people who may not know what that means. So I was going to say we need to get on the good foot. But then again, I said we might got some younger people that don't know what that means. So I'm going to depart <laughs> because I'm going to take a page out y'all book. I'm saying like, hey, every time y'all watch the, the Basement Friday podcast, we understood the assignment. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Is that, that what these kids are saying these days? That's what these kids are saying and they understood the assignment. All right, we we're going to get lit. I don't know if I used it right, but we're going to get lit and we're going to yeet up out of here. All right, <laughs> it's your boy Aaron Quinterson. Hey yo, it's your boy Fongadella Jones, mo. <laughs> and we are out of here. All right, I'm gonna head out now. <laughs> we just like gone, you feel me? Peace. <laughs>